I think it's fair to say that uh, climate change has had a pretty chaotic effect on me in with regards to my line of work. Um, working in an animal organisation since November last year, I think really was facilitated by what was the onset of pretty severe um, climactic change impacts in the form of Black Summer. Um, over that summer, more than a billion animals were killed in fires, which is a tragic event beyond scope that we've yet experienced in Australia. And um, I was privileged enough to be part of the um, animal rescue response, taking calls and directing rescues. And we had over a thousand percent increase in amount of rescues over that summer and also in name visibility and in the um, amount of money that was raised towards our cause. So in that way a really negative impact on the environment was actually a, re a real positive for me in terms of um, job stability, in terms of um, being meaningfully part of something that I really believed and cared in. Um, however, that is something that is still changing with my line of work. On the back of the bushfire crisis over Christmas, um, we've now experienced a global pandemic in the form of coronavirus and some academic um, texts on climate change would equate that as another um, impact of climate change, namely uh, glacial melt releases um, a whole bunch of bacteria that have been locked up for millions of years and a, a lot of that is the origin of um, diseases that no one has immunity to and that the world has not been prepared for. Another impact of climate change as it relates to pandemics um, is that uh, when you slow the thermal helene current across the, wo the world, and that's basically um, all our atmospheric um, uh, connections and currents and flows are based on the idea that you've got different temperatures. So it's warmer at the equator and it's colder at the poles, and that creates atmospheric and oceanic circulation. And the more water is circulated around the ocean, the less stagnant it is and the more oxidized, oxygen rich it is. And so if you heat up the poles, you actually lose that difference in heat, which loses that difference in, in um, circulatory capacity. And once you get stagnating bodies of water, that's just a, uh, a very ripe <laughs> origin for any diseases to start forming. And in fact, um, was one of the, the cause of the primary causes of a previous extinction experienced by the Earth, one of the six extinctions. So in terms of how it's, it's affected me in my line of work, well, um, it's now very difficult to be able to go to work um, in a call centre when the world is experiencing a coronavirus pandemic because there's um, a great emphasis on social distancing. Um, and a lot of that will now translate into setting up infrastructure for workers to work remotely. Um, with very little protection for a casualised workforce,
course. So climate change can offer opportunities, but it can equally uh, take them away. But, um, but it's certainly here and it's certainly hitting us. Has climate change had an impact on my life, work, family, more so now than in recent years? Uh, it's a difficult thing to define whether climate change is impacting me more now um, than in recent years. I would say that the fear and the anxiety of environmental decision-making has really impacted me um, from 2011 when I was completing a communications degree at um, University of Western Sydney. At that time, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be responsible for, for being a, um, you know, a mirror to society and, and illuminating um, problems and creating critiques and being part of a dialogue for improvement. And then Tony Abbott got into power and suddenly there was an, a coal mine that was going to be set up on the Great Barrier Reef, one of the, you know, the biggest um, site visible from space. And there seemed to be nothing that was going to stand in that way and the Great Barrier Reef was going to be destroyed and bleaching and then there was deforestation. And there, were, there was this, this succession of climate, of environmental protections that were taken away and for me that was a very terrifying experience and it, it came during the same time as lockout laws in Sydney and I'd grown up in a with my youth um, having a very strong party culture around the streets of Oxford Street and King's Cross. Um, so there was a real change in my trust of the government at that time. And then over subsequent years, I became mobilised against my anxiety in what was probably a very unhelpful way um, and kind of led me to embracing psychosis as an alternative um, solution to uh, to basically have a form of empowerment against overwhelming forces of doom that climate change embodied. But in terms of how it affected society at large, climate change was a conversation, it was a discussion, whether it was real, whether it wasn't real, it was being evaded, there was evidence since the 80s which was suppressed by oil companies and it was much more theoretical and it was, it was able to be framed as an ideological issue between left and right with the crazy lefties um, advocating and wanting to break down society and the right being able to be seen as these conservative um, and conservative in its definition meaning resistance to change and being able to provide a stable way of life, um, which is fine if you don't have a context where the status quo is leading to unpredictable change. So actually conservatives are conserving nothing and there really is a radical approach that would change the way human societies operate and systems operate in order to actually conserve something that is far bigger than any human population and more 
more vulnerable if we don't live within the limits of it. Um, in terms of my own personal trajectory, uh, emerging from a <laughs> mental health hospital in 2017 and then going into a corporate workspace and then really recentering and going, how can I help? How can I be a champion for those who are vulnerable, who for the younger generation, for the environment, for the voiceless, for the animals, for the plants, for all the destruction, what can I do to manifest my life in a constructive, positive, creative way? Um, and sometimes it doesn't look like psychosis, so that's an easy solution. Sometimes it looks like putting your head down, working hard. And so since then, in my own personal life, I've, um, I've started an environmental degree and I'm in, I'm in my third year. I'm in the process of um, receiving my TAFE um, Certificate 3 in Land Management and Conservation. Um, I've started working at an animal rescue organisation and that's been really critical in, in mobilising and, and being mobilising my hope and, and being part of a solution and something that's brought a lot of hope to me but uh, has been traumatic simultaneously. Um, so it's, I would say it's been an upward trajectory for me personally which has been enabled through resistance to societal structures um but yeah uh societally you know climate change is is beginning to bite it's becoming more real and um it's difficult to turn it into just a theoretical discussion anymore um so in that way i experience the consequences of climate change quite positively because it's a way of enabling social mobilization before all our time runs out and that gives me cause <laughs> cause to hang on to a very slender thread of hope um but we'll get through it together and we'll be there for each other and we'll be there for the environment and we've got to see ourselves as as the privileged stewards of this environment and as long as we have the right attitude and we come from a place of love and a place of protection and a place of wanting to be a part of reparations. I think however scary the future is, there's cause for hope.